For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Tom and Bach, coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. You know, we failed, but uh, I thought it was a great effort. I thought that the plan was laid out uh, perfectly. Jake Bakoven. I'm not sure I get my point across um, properly. I'm sure I don't do a good job of explaining what I mean. Tom and Buck starts now. Hey, kids. Welcome in. It is Tom and Bach. Tom Stevens here. Jake Bach, Hoban there. Together, Tom and Bach. We've made it through almost two months, I think. Uh, sailing along on this fine radio show. But we can't do it without you. Uh, so we have uh, set up a hotline. A Honda of Lincoln hotline, 464 5685 Sutter Hamid text line. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube and Facebook. So you can see our faces as we wave to you. Good morning. Um, Nebraska basketball last night. We got to see them. Sit down and watch them. It was me. It was Bach. It was DP all together uh, yelling at the officials uh, like we once have before. It was great to come together again. Uh, You've already done the postgame show, but this is your opportunity, again, at least for a few comments. We won't go through, all through it because we have Robin Washington of Husker Online coming up within the next 25 minutes. But your overall thoughts of uh, Nebraska's 97-58 win over Peru State last night. Well, I, I got to keep saying it. Hats off to Peru State for keeping it close for a half. That was pretty impressive. Their their shooting, uh, uh, particularly from the big man there. Uh, I think he was five for five in the night beyond the arc. So I mean that that's pretty good. Um, but eventually, you know, Nebraska played their defense enough that uh, that that those averages will equal out, and they finished something like twelve of twenty eight from beyond the arc. So it all it all, all kind of played out toward Nebraska um, was able to put in their backups, and and that's all good and well. The, the biggest impression for me though was Alonzo Verge. I yeah, mean that guy looks that looks. Like like the leader probably in, in points he's the best and player. He's year. the best player on the team. Yeah, uh, oh, it, it, yeah right now I've by far. I've seen uh, practice, and I feel like that he's stuck out uh, both times. I've watched. Uh, the guy can just play. He's just got an ability, a feel for the game that Nebraska hasn't necessarily had for a while. Uh, there are other guys that have been really good players, but it just feels like this guy, as soon as he came in, because he didn't start the game. He came in, what, three minutes in? Yeah, that was kind of odd. And, it, and the game just changed. It was like, okay, 
this is what it's supposed to look like, and that guy's the reason, Alonzo Verge. Yeah, I mean, they actually did. They had trouble scoring until he got into the game. So, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of it, too, is, is that you don't, you don't want to overreact one way or the other to this game. It, you know, it's kind of shaking off the cobwebs, yeah. getting out there playing against somebody new. So, you know, it, it, that's kind of nice in that way. But, you know, I, I saw some other reactions about how that wasn't even a good NAI team and they were with the Bradley and all that. But, you know, they yeah. play, they get scholarships, or I don't know if they get scholarships, but they play college basketball, too, so they're pretty darn good themselves. Um I know it's a, it, it's a, it, but overall, I mean, Nebraska did what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Go out there, nearly score 100, get everybody minutes, get everybody uh, kind of warmed up for this this action. Here, I, I understand. Peru State's not good, and they're not probably going to be even good in their own league. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, but Are you going to follow them uh, pretty closely? I, this I'm going to study Peru State uh, throughout <laughs> the season. I'm going to watch each and every one of their games uh, wherever I can view it. Um, maybe I'll just have to attend the game. Yeah, get I think you have to go tickets. to Peru. I'll have to get season tickets uh, for Peru. Is it in Peru? I believe so. I guess it is. That yeah. would make sense. Peru uh, is uh, where it's located. Peru, Peru Nebraska, State. which uh, I didn't know existed until this week. I've heard of Peru State, but I see. I guess I never made that the connection. Research pays off. Uh, Nebraska had a 39-31 lead at half. Went on an 11-0 run early in the second. Uh, and then the final 10 minutes, they made a run, 33-10. to 10. But, you know, I understand. They're not good. Uh, but there would have been years over the last three, a couple of years anyway, uh, that Nebraska might have won that game by five. <laughs> I mean, those first couple of years where they won seven games, you've, or, you know, it's just a five, ten-point game with two minutes left to go. We've seen a few of those. Uh, so you win... 97-58, that's better than winning by 5 or 10 or 15. Uh, they, they dominated that game, at least in the second half, against a team that they should have dominated against. Well, and I think in college basketball, we get this idea that, you know, the power of five, I mean, obviously there's different offers, different levels, and, and guys uh, are, are going to go to those schools that are highly more highly rated. But it's a lot closer. There's a lot. There's a lot more, uh, less of a separation, I think, than we like to perceive, and I think than than there is in a lot of other sports because you see it on early in the season. Um, you know, you Duke or somebody in North Carolina, the, the traditional good teams will lose to somebody embarrassing, and then the other fan bases will make fun of them, and then by the end of the season they'll be pretty darn good and ready to roll in March. Uh, but then March comes around, and then those the the programs uh, um, from the you know the non Power Five will you know get the upsets uh, that we call them and all that. Uh, but I, I'm pretty sure if they played throughout the year, there would be upsets all the time. Um, like, you know, it, so I, I, I just don't think that there's that much of a difference. Certainly Peru state is not uh, on that level. That's no. not what I'm talking about, but sometimes I think we just perceive it a little bit differently than we probably should. And in any case, it usually takes teams that are even good uh, mid season, a little bit to get there. And so some of these lower level teams and less talented yeah. teams can stick in it if they can shoot well. And yeah, Peru state did. And they shot it really well. They were over 50% for most of the night. And then they put in the backups for the last uh, 12 minutes, 10, 12 minutes. And the game changed dramatically. Uh, Eduardo Andre I took mean, over. He took over. You can't stop that guy with one man. <laughs> uh, he was playing against the seven uh, second team, but he was uh, he had ten points, six rebounds, and he only played nine minutes. Uh, and during that time, Nebraska went on a twenty four to eight run. So that was good. Um, I don't know how much Eduardo Andre will play. Obviously, when you're the last guy off the bench, uh, that's concerning for your playing time. But I think there's going to be a need for a guy with a seven four wingspan. Uh, especially in the Big Ten, and you saw, yeah, a bad team, but you saw his effect. I thought Trevor Lakes came in, hit a couple of nice shots. Um, it's gonna—I don't think it's gonna be easy to narrow it to nine guys. 
Right now, you had Wilcher start the game, and then Alonzo Verge came in for him, but you assume him starting. That means he'll probably you know, play a lot again if he doesn't start against Colorado. So Wilcher, the McGowan's brothers, that's three. You have Lat four, played a lot. He was in the starting lineup. Derek Walker, five. Uh, and then Alonzo off the bench, that's six. And then you got Keon Edwards, who played really well last oh, night. Oh, yeah. He, he had uh, 12 points. Um, you're not going to keep Wilhelm Breidenbach off, off the floor. Uh, he had nine points, and he was three of three. It looks like Casey is going to play. Um, he was two of four, and one of them wasn't an open shot. It was, it was a really long <laughs> he fell shot. down. And he, uh, and he knocked Making it down. It. He was two of four from three. So I don't see, and just because of spacing, you're going to want to play him. Yeah. Um, so that's nine right there. Uh, and then you've got guys that I think Trevor Lakes might get a look as we get uh, further into the season. It, it, Kobe Webster might be, at this point, he's going to have to fight his way into that lineup. And yeah. He's one of those guys I thought we would be in the top ten. And I think Eduardo Andre is, is in that category, yeah. too. That was kind of the talk. I, yeah. I mean, I, like you said, I think there's matchups for him. Um, I, I think that the, his size will be very beneficial when you go up against a, a Kofi Coburn or a Hunter Dickinson, these All-American types um, that you're going to see in the Big Ten with just so much size that – you know, I mean, Derek Walker will, will you know, do his job and do it well. Um, but as far as the backup for that game, so there's going to be different rotation pieces. But those guys are, it seems like it, uh, it, on just a given night, if you have a close game, those guys might be on the outside looking in right now. Um, so, but I mean, that's that's the way, that's, yeah. I, you know, Fred Hoiberg says he was honest with, with everybody, kind of let them know that's the way um, every, you know, that, that players probably preferred is, you know, not going in hoping they're going to play minutes, not knowing at all, and then yeah. not getting in until 10 minutes left in the second half. But um, so, I, I, I mean, it, it was just going to happen. We did it all off season. Who, who's going to be the odd guys left out? Right now that's them, but they can play their way back in. And I think, I think especially Andre, yeah. you know, I know it was against much lower level competition. This was Peru yeah. State's backups at that point. But uh, it is what it is. You, you only get to play the minutes you can. And, and if you have a mismatch, don't just kind of uh, go out there and uh, get four points or whatever. Go out there and dominate. Go and say, hey, um, this is a mismatch. Give me the ball, and, and I, can, I can do this against, um, you know, at certain times. And, and I, I think it will be great. I mean, we remember like guys like uh, Alex Marich, complete mismatch, uh, and, they compl- and they used it, and he'd get 20 and 10 a night, yeah. uh, and sometimes 30 to 40 points yeah. against the worst teams. And, you know, I think Andre could do that against some of these uh, non-con opponents that you're going to play. Eduardo's not the most fundamentally sound basketball player because he's only played like three years of basketball period in his life but his length I think will help you in the Big Ten and he can finish I think around the rim uh Peru State fun fact according to the text line four six four five six eight five believed to be the only town in the U.S. with a college but no high school huh. Peru um well, that's so why I've go. never heard of Peru is I don't know if no that's true I mean we don't have fact checkers and we don't Rico doesn't have the time to do that I mean go you know, fa- fact check that but it sounds right so the the average, the population uh, this is from the 2010 census so unless uh, they blew I mean they might have blown up yeah. in 10 years but the population was 865 and now it is what well, I don't know what it is oh, now that's uh, just the 2010 okay it's 2010. probably not too much bigger I'm, I'm guessing I'm guessing smaller most uh, smaller Nebraska towns are decreasing in size unless people since COVID are just going back to their small town. That might be happening. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the research on that is pending. Again, we don't have a research department, but we need to get one. Uh, Bach is really all that uh, ever checks my stuff. I worked for the census. Did I, you really? I, yeah. I, I'm a, How'd I that should... go? It was, it was good. 
Yeah, it was kind of cool. Big paying job where you uh, they did pay that yeah, department. For, yeah, they well, did no, pay I well. wasn't. They did pay well for uh, uh for like, for it's just like a quick like three month job or whatever. You oh, get yeah. a few wow, a few hours a week. You are a man of many talents. You've done so many different things. That's right, uh, including and, going out and counting people. That's right. You uh, counted people. <laughs> what did you get up to? Uh, did you lose track at, at a certain number? Uh, no. Yeah. It's kind of cool, though. Actually, I, I, I probably should stop talking about it. I think that's a government job. I, I don't know how much I'm supposed to talk <laughs> about. They're probably spying on you. Yeah. So I'm oh, there's you. a camera on us right now, yeah. so it's being taped, and it's probably from the governor. <laughs> uh, government, not the governor. That's a, I, I remember a conversation I had with Brett, cause, Brett King because he was worried about you know covering. He, like He's one of those guys that would cover yeah. his, uh, his his camera on his, yeah. on his laptop because he thought they were spying on him. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, I bet they can hear us. I said, well, yeah, they can hear us. We're on the radio. <laughs> that's right. Uh, don't we all have a smartphone? I, th- th- I think you know Siri, for sure is listening to us oh i know they listen to us they even it even reads our thoughts have you ever had the kind of thought you know maybe i what am i want a whopper or something then all of a sudden you're the next commercial on your uh pandora whatever you listen to is uh go buy one whopper and now i want a whopper or something yeah (laughs) like i I didn't even say that i just thought it that's gonna be my only thought for the rest of the show (laughs) uh i don't really think really much outside the box uh when it comes to those things but a whopper sounds really good um Anything else that stuck out to you last night? Uh, started slow, big second half. They shoot 62%, uh, not bad from three, 11 from 22. They're shooting free throws better, it looks like. Uh, there are certain guys that are not good free throw shooters, so that's going to be a problem. But most of the guys, if they can shoot from three, they're usually a decent three yeah. po- uh, a free throw shooter. And Nebraska has so many guys that can shoot from three now that you're just better uh, at the free throw line in general. Uh, in most cases. So that looks like well, what I said before the game, I'm going to hold firm to it. I don't think Nebraska is going to go through a lot of seven minute dry spells this year. I'm hoping that that's the case because if you get fouled, you can make the free throw. That was part of the dry spell that happened sometimes in the past. And you can just make shots. There's there's if you're, if you're in a drought, put case out there and he'll probably, yeah. he'll shoot it and he'll probably make it uh, a third of the time, at least, uh, or Lakes, or wh- whoever. Uh, yeah. Keon Edwards shows that he can score. Nebraska, Bryce McGowan's didn't last night, only two for eight. That that might have been a disappointment, six points. Uh, but he's a guy that will score. Trey McGowan's can score. They just have guys that can score. I Walker. think Trey's shot once. Yeah, he had two points last yeah. night. And sometimes he he would do that even last year, but I, I, I'm i assuming that was probably just, yeah. you know, because it's the exhibition and getting other guys going. Yeah, yeah. so um, we'll talk more about Nebraska basketball. Uh, with Robin Washington of HuskerOnline.com. Did you watch the World Series at all? I didn't catch too much of it. Uh, <laughs> these Both games, you know, I, I, I kind of have tuned in a little bit late. When they're five-run ball games, I just don't, you know, I'll tune I, back I'm in if same it starts, you know, if it gets interesting. But I, uh, It wasn't a great game last night. Uh, that second inning, I think it was, where Houston had like five straight singles. And that it wasn't the big bomb, although Altuve did have Altuve uh, had a home run in that game and uh, now has, what, 21 homers in the postseason? I think second all-time? Might mm. be first. Uh, but that guy's a A lot machine. of postseasons. Yeah, he, he does well in the postseason, and he plays in the postseason a lot. So game three now tied at one game apiece, the World Series. Uh, game three will be tomorrow night in Atlanta. Uh, so Atlanta gets to go home after playing the first two at Houston. Uh, with the series tied at uh, two one games apiece, and uh, you have sixty nine percent of the time. Interesting fact: uh, the team that wins Game Three wins the World Series. 
Oh, usually. That is an interesting. Uh, fun fact there. Uh, J.J. Watt's not going to be playing for your Arizona Cardinals tonight. Yeah, likely for the season. Yeah, he's done. It looks like he might be done for the season. Shoulder surgery. Uh, the Packers are missing Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard. Uh, and since that was announced, it went from like three and a half to six and a half. Just shot up there when Devontae yeah. Adams was announced. Although, interesting, another fun fact, uh, Aaron Rodgers is six and zero oh without Devontae Adams. Huh. It's like uh, he just steps up like he's an MVP or something. <laughs> they still uh, drag Randall Cobb out there? They still Randall, have him? Randall Cobb is still there. Uh, but Alan Lazard is not. So they're, I think – Valdez Scantling is available, and they've got a few tight ends, and they'll probably just give it to Aaron Jones most of the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, or just throw to him. I mean, that guy, it's kind of what the Saints have done. You've got Alvin Kamara, so just get him the ball somehow, some way, uh, and be less dynamic. Kind of cool. Isaiah Roby played pretty well last night uh, for Oklahoma City. In their win over the Lakers, they won that game 123 to 115. Um, and they were down 26 at one time. In fact, Roby hit a three-point shot right before halftime to cut it down a little bit. Uh, but uh, Russell Westbrook wasn't happy. He had 20 points and 14 rebounds uh, without LeBron again last night. Uh, ankle injury. Uh, but the ball was stolen after OKC would could have just run out the clock. Instead, they decided to dunk, and Russell's really, yeah. really mad. He gets ejected with one point. Five seconds. The left unwritten the rules of baseball usually are what we talk about, but that's the unwritten yeah. rules of basketball. If you're a veteran, if you're a young guy, it, it really is. If you're yeah. a young guy, you can't show up. You can't dunk. Yeah, you can't dunk at the end. Yeah. If you're an older guy, I guess you've earned it. But <laughs> there are some guys like if you're running out the clock, if you're dribbling it out five, four, three, and you have the lead, yeah. and you try to dunk it, uh, some guy will pull you off the rim. Oh yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll go up and I mean, then you have the right to jack the guy. They think it's very disrespectful. I, I, I just don't. You know, it's a regular season game. OKC is excited. Um, you have a, a they, awful they pass. They hadn't won a game yet. Yeah, and that was the first win for OKC against a, a team that's supposed to go to the NBA Finals yeah, in the Lakers. Win. That's a huge win for them. Um, so I, you know, but Russell is Russell, and yeah. that's what he is. Uh, you got to admire the fact that he loves to win, and he's really upset when he doesn't win. And that's like the first time in 230 straight games that L.A., when leading by 25 or more, have not closed out a game. Uh, That's been 25 years, I believe, 25 seasons since they've not closed out a win. And that happens, it feels like a lot in the NBA, where somebody has a 20, 25-point lead. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the Lakers have always been good in that instance, but not last night. Well, and that's the, that's the new era, again, of the, of the three-point shooting. One team yeah. can get hot in the second um, quarter and get a big lead, uh, and then, they're, again, it'll they'll cool off, and the other team gets um, hot in the fourth quarter, and um, you have a game. I mean, you see that all the time in the NBA. And then, you know, so, sometimes, I mean, you could talk about the product and, you know, the offense and innovation all that, whether it's better or worse for the game. Sometimes it's not good for the game because only one team's hot yeah. and the other team's not. Yeah. And it's just, you know, everybody's shooting 25 threes a night. And if you hit, you know, 14 of them and the other team hits four, you know, there's no shot. And it's a complete blowout. Uh, so, but anyways, um, I would say you hate to see it, uh, the struggles so far for the Lakers, but I'm kind of enjoying it. I, I don't like the Lakers. <laughs> uh, I, and I don't understand how you could be a Laker fan if you're a Celtic fan. That's right. I'm a Celtic fan, you can't like the Lakers, and I never have like the Lakers, like certain of their players. I was a big Magic fan. Really liked Magic a lot. And Kareem and some of their players. 
But it's hard like not them. to like this team, to be honest, because they have they're like the 2010 All Stars, and yeah. it's just kind of fun. Throwback. And they're all forty plus. They're all, for, they're <laughs> well, all they're 40. not forty. You know, it feels thirty-five like plus. They're they're all really old. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Melo steals the ball last night, has a chance to tie it and airball. <laughs> not just airball. He could have got like two yeah. more feet on it and still airball. Yeah, that was a bad. I don't know how what happened uh, there. That was bad. What what happened to your Melo last night? I mean, that that he had a chance to tie the game with like five seconds left. Rico, he had he played a, a bad game. <laughs> <laughs> we noticed he, uh, he had a bad game. But what and, was that uh, shot? Honestly, I I'm not going to make any excuses. That was just really bad. Yeah. My my best guess is that he wasn't really expecting to have the ball, so like he got it, and it was just like, crap, time's running down. I got to throw it right. up. Didn't realize you know he had more time, and he could have you know settled yeah. his feet because he grabbed it, took like a step to the side, and then just like. You you know what mellow shot looks like. That was not a regular mellow shot. Like it looked disgusting. What do you mean? I'm not making any excuses. <laughs> you though. can't. It he was bad. He wasn't expecting to get the ball. He stole the ball. So yeah, he but knew he was that running, he had the ball. He was running up, and it was. I mean, you don't expect that bad of a pass. Like true. it was nowhere near an OKC yeah, play. That's true. OKC won that game despite themselves. They almost tried to lose. Uh, <laughs> they they, they did their damnedest to lose that game, yeah. and the Lakers gave it to them. But we're happy for Roby, right? We're yeah. very happy for. Roby Roby hit Mello with one of Mello's patented oh, yeah. post fades. Yeah. I mean, 13 points, he was 4 of 5 in the game. And it's good because he, you know, he started games last year and it looks like he's somewhat lost a little bit on the rotation. Yeah. It might be some something else lingering there, yeah. but he's he's not playing well, as many just, minutes as last year. They drafted they drafted a guy who I think plays his position. So yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, Rico guaranteed a Husker volleyball win, and so I went by a that. Sweep, I guaranteed, I think, did you no, say I guaranteed sweep? four sets. Oh, four sets, okay. Oh, you, d- you did not. Yeah, you, I said four sets. Okay. I did not say a sweep. Nebraska right. is never going to sweep Wisconsin. Wisconsin, uh, they're, they're really good. They have a girl that's 6'9". She's a freshman. So they're just replacing a 6'8", Dana Redke, four-time All-American, going to be a five-time All-American. The, the, the first ever five-time All-American, because um, obviously. Her name is Anna um, Schreck, and I said that, and, uh, and Bach immediately said, they have Shrek on their team? Well, she's really tall. She's 6'9", she's, she's, she's on the outside, she's also, she's also middle. When Nebraska was trying to go to the left side, to, to go to that left side hitter, they had a six nine and a six eight girl going to block, and it was just impossible to get do and get really anything on that side. But Nebraska showed some grittiness. They showed some toughness. You know, dragging out the first set, dragging out the third set. Uh, the second set was kind of a struggle. Uh, that one didn't look too hot, but they showed some grittiness. They showed some toughness. You know, everybody was all over yeah. the court. The rallies were fantastic, yeah. uh, but just. Wisconsin's just a better team right now. They, well, and they have three super seniors. They have Dana, well, they have five super seniors. Well, that they, they play a lot. Uh, Dana Recchi uh, plays a lot. Uh, Sydney Hilly plays a lot. Grace She's Lover. the best setter in the in the yeah, nation. Yeah. Uh, they have. You know, they were all top twenty recruits, and now they're there for the fifth or sixth year. Their libero is annoying. She is literally everywhere. Like, yeah. no matter where the ball was, and you're just like, oh, it's going to, like, they were hitting it towards the donut, which normally you think, all right, that's going to be a point every once yeah. in a while. It was- our defense, our defense, uh, yeah, it's, it's my team. I can say our defense. Nebraska's volleyball defense is fantastic. Wisconsin, it's not, it's not might be, it is. I mean, as good as they are offensively, you're not usually that good they've got a girl. They've got a girl in the back row with a knee brace on, and I don't know if I heard them correctly or if I heard them wrong. Either she played through a torn ACL or she is currently playing through a torn ACL. <laughs> wow. 
but she's just in the back row. She doesn't really move up any further. She doesn't even, you know, go up to the to the to get any any type of kill. She's just in the back row for defense. And anytime the ball was anywhere close to the back line, she's right there. Wow. Yeah, it, it perked my ears up when we talked to Tanya, and we'll talk to Tanya Taki uh, again yeah. today. Twelve thirty is that she was, uh, you know. She just she basically said she'd be surprised if Nebraska won that game, and yeah. it kind of perked my ears. I'm going, well, yeah. they're top ten, they're on a roll. I know they yeah. haven't played the top teams in the Big Ten, but it was less yeah. about Nebraska and more about just what Wisconsin. I has. was texting with her uh, during the match, and we were both watching it, and she said she was surprised how well Nebraska was playing. Mm. Uh, but that that that's just a dynamic team. But he she does think Nebraska is capable of beating Wisconsin. Uh, they just played offensively and defensively at a very high level, and Nebraska had a bad serving night, a yeah, really bad serving they night. Had, they had three service errors in the second set before yeah. Wisconsin even got to 10 points. Yeah. It just wasn't great. But uh, they had a couple a couple of errors here and there hitting hitting into the net. Uh, some of the some of the sets were off, but overall, I think they played a really, a really solid game. Yeah. I, I, I truly thought they were going to get either the first or the third set with the way they were playing. I thought but they, they were going to win that third set. They yeah. couldn't get a lead larger than like two points it seemed like every time every time Wisconsin would would come back tie it up then 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 you know Nebraska would get a one-point lead Wisconsin would go up to two they tie it up again yeah. it was just it was just back and forth it was really good volleyball though it was fantastic it was fun to watch and Nebraska is really good and I, I wouldn't be surprised if Nebraska faces Wisconsin at some point again uh and Nebraska can compete with them if they serve better than that they need to serve and pass better than they did last night because that's a team where you have to be close to perfect. They are just so talented. Schmeck six nine. That's she's taller than uh, most players on any male basketball team. Yeah. Uh, I think she'd be the third tallest player on Nebraska's basketball team, uh, and she can hit. She can move. Uh, so that's a good good volleyball team. And Nebraska didn't play that badly. Uh, they just need to play a lot better <laughs> to beat Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, and we'll find out more because they play Minnesota on Saturday night. Uh, top 11 team in the country. So Minnesota will tell you a lot about yourself as well. But Wisconsin's probably better, by far better, I think, uh, at this point than anybody else in the Big Ten. And you're talking about the number one volleyball conference in the country yeah. with just absolutely teams that are just loaded uh, top to bomb, uh, bottom with the exception of teams like Iowa and maybe Northwestern. Uh, no phone call? Okay. Uh, let's get to break. Uh, because we've got to talk to Robin Washit. We will talk some more Husker hoops. Robin Washit of HuskerOnline.com is next. Download our app by searching 93.7 a ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. This is Tom and Bob. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.